You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. That is awesome. Welcome back to Make You All Daily, presented by BetMGM, Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you with our first look at week 13 of the NFL slate. And of course, the, the game of the week has to be the 49ers and the Eagles. If we're power ranking sports cliches, I think talk is cheap is high up there because it still has some oomph to it. It's still really <laughs> strong. And when we look at the number for this game, uh, 49ers are on the road, but they are two and a half point favorites. And this number was moving, uh, was at one and a half for a little bit. Now is at two and a half with a total of 46 and a half. What are your first impressions of this one, Joe? Do you know what the look ahead was? Eagles Philadelphia there. minus one and a half. No. So what's changed? What changed in one week? Philadelphia goes out there and they win at home. Tough conditions against Buffalo. Pour in 37 points, 30 points in the second half in overtime. And uh, San Francisco is going to have more rest because they played Thanksgiving. Uh, they were not stressed as much. That certainly changes because you had the Niners in a route and you had a, a five-quarter game. My God, I thought we were going to run into Sunday night football. That game was going so long. It's like, right? it was there was no gap. I'm like, come on. You got to, I guess we got to make sure you got everything squared away because by the time that one came to a close, we went basically right to Sunday night football. As long as that one was, we can't miss football night in America. We can't miss uh, that. We did. We, we did get a McCourty uh, an analysis somewhere in our lives. Right. Oh man. I mean, there was no Jason Garrett. So you didn't miss Jason Garrett. You got him for three hours on the broadcast because Collins worthless oh, yeah. didn't show up and last night. Some. Uh, so yeah, I mean, so what has changed with both teams winning? What has changed is Philadelphia was stressed. They've had mm-hmm. tough opponents in back-to-back weeks. KC, Buffalo had the extra session last night. Their defense has been on the field a ton. And then San Francisco, ho-hum. They had a, there was a route last week too, right? Yeah, Tampa Bay. Oh, yeah. yeah, that was, that, they cruised to so, that win. Uh, so San Francisco not stressed at all so i it looks like that's the reason that we have a favorite flipping in this one at two two and a half depending where you're looking right now yeah i don't get this this feels like i like the eagle side i know it's early but there's a three out there eagles plus three to be three point home underdogs to the niners I don't know. This seems like it should be a pick 'em, doesn't it? Does this make sense to anyone else? I mean, you also factor in the Niners. Have it to tells travel. me okay, maybe they do travel yeah. well. 
all the sharp money's on San Francisco. That's what it says, yeah. right? Yeah. All they're all on the Niners. Line them up right away. Does it mean that's going to be that'll be where they are game time? No, but right now, early money, they're like, "Yep, I'm back in San Francisco." It would be nuts to see Philadelphia. Like, whatever you think of Philadelphia, like if you think they are the best team in the NFL, fine. I, not a bad argument to make by any stretch. But mm-hmm. going eleven and one with the stretch that they've had. And look, like you look at DVOA numbers, I think Aaron Schatz uh, tweeted this out, like of all the 10 and one teams over the last umpteen seasons, they've been one of the worst 10 and one. Like they are a tad lucky to be in the position they're in right now. They're still very good. Like, I mean, it sounds like an insult, but I I don't think any of us mean it to be like, they're still a very good team, but to be 10 and one at some point, the bottom has to fall out at some point the tush push can't constantly work. Like, I mean, if you think of all the great defensive lines that they will be going up against, might this be the one that can stop them where it's not just a guarantee every single time they roll it out there? Because I mean, run stuffing really good at that. Like you love the pass rushers. They're only getting stronger as far as that's concerned. And Mm -hmm. they've got so many great guys, uh, DBs and linebackers. Yeah. They're a little banged up, but they're great in coverage to where, okay, you have a Lane Johnson issue. That could be something. Jalen Hurts, is he 100%? That could be something. In terms of health, the 49ers are running away with that moniker. It's just how does this match up here? I would say it was not nearly as sharp. If you could take it at 49ers minus one and a half, that's great. But now I think that number is about right. You know, it's amazing. These last two games, Eagles, big wins. A.J. Brown's done nothing, nothing yes. again yesterday. It was a Devontae game. No. So I, you know that that's not going to last too long. We <laughs> know how you pick on the Eagles. You know, what this bet is, if you're betting on San Francisco, you're betting against the Eagles. You're like, okay, they've dealt with so much over the last couple of weeks. It doesn't mean you're betting against them for the season, but just in this specific spot, now a third straight tough game, and it was a short week too. Remember that? And, and they had the five quarters off that short week. And now you got to get ready for San Francisco. They have extra prep time. They've been gearing up for this one. Do you trust Purdy? That's how you get to the Eagles. That soft secondary. If you trust Purdy, you're back in San Francisco. If you don't trust him to exploit this Eagle secondary, then you're uh, then you're taking the home dog. Or do you trust Shanahan the- to scheme things up? Because that's also right. a big, like it, it always goes back to the I don't trust Purdy. I trust Shanahan. And with Debo yep. being healthy, it's helped, you know, Ayuk and Kittle and everybody. I think that's the area where it's the Kyle Shanahan show because you think he is the best play caller in all of the NFL. And not that you don't like what the Eagles have done so far, but I mean, even in that last game, like it was the second half that got the Eagles back in it because they kind of simplified things a little bit in terms of the rushing attack and, and things like that. But I mean, you can tell in terms of personnel that they're having to be a little creative offensively, you know, without Dallas Goddard and, you know, not sure what they're getting out of the tight end position. Like, I think there's a little bit more uncertainty, Aaron, when it comes to what the Eagles are trying to establish going forward to where if you still have that uncertainty against the 49ers, it's going to be way tougher to make a comeback. See, I disagree. I think that the Eagles are starting to come together and play some of their best football. 
I could see them getting up for this game, and then it's the next week at Dallas where you might want to not back the Eagles, depending on what that spread is. I don't know what the look ahead is, but I think that game mm-hmm. with how well Dallas has been playing at home could be the one. But I still like the mm-hmm. Eagles at home this weekend. I don't trust Purdy. And we talked about it you know, earlier in the show about how good this Eagles coaching staff has been. When are they going to get the kind of credit and respect that Shanahan gets they could be scheming up something too they certainly have the weapons offensively they are giving up a lot of points so yeah Mm -hmm. well a lot of close games that's what scares me with this Eagles team every Mm -hmm. game has been Mm -hmm. so close Washington twice (laughs) yeah plus 120 in the money line Aaron you're a taker here yeah I like that okay I might wait for threes though, but yeah. Uh, You think it'll get there? It's going to be a heavily bet game. Maybe the public dictates which direction this line goes. I would think the Mm -hmm. public's going to be like, dude, Hertz doesn't lose at home. What are we? They're 10 and one. Uh, The the power ratings obviously are by the books are showing us bad spot. Yes. For Philly, but San Francisco is obviously rated higher as a two, like two, two and a half point favorite on the road. So that's interesting, yeah. too. Mm-hmm. It no, looks like most point. of the money right now, almost 60% on the Niners. But it's yeah. still early. Very. Right. And, and there could always be some little nugget out there in terms of health for the Eagles that might push it yeah. over the edge. So, I, Correct. yeah, waiting if you're back in the Eagles might be the best play. But it may not move, and you might be wasting your time. Mm-hmm. Okay. In case you missed uh, some of the big breaking NFL news, uh, Frank Reich coach for the Carolina Panthers is no longer the head coach didn't even survive one full season and as we look at the line for this game against the Buccaneers uh the Panthers are six point dogs and so a couple of thoughts here number one how much does losing Frank Reich matter uh in terms of the line here but also two I did have kind of a more of a general philosophical question that when it happened several years ago, I thought it was going to be something that would be more of a trendsetter than it actually has been. And you guys remember when the Cardinals had Josh Rosen as the quarterback and mm-hmm. how short of a stay that was? I mean, he was a first round pick and he was drafted highly, number 10 overall, I believe. And he yeah. didn't last a full season. And even when he made other stops elsewhere, they were short stints. He never panned out. And the Cardinals used up a lot of draft stock to get him. And then they switched to Kyler Murray very quickly. And so I'm wondering in terms of the application to today, if in some ways Bryce Young is kind of playing for his job because it would be very easy for the Panthers to kind of hit the reset button and go, yeah, we know we drafted him number one overall, but we have nothing to work with as far as young is concerned. So I do wonder if say we are in this era of the NFL, where even if you take a quarterback number one, overall, if it doesn't work out, you got to move on really quickly. Like, is that reset button pushed even faster than it normally would be? Look, I mean, I was pushing for the bears to move on a lot quicker than they did on Trubisky. And he was a second overall pick. Uh, it, it does feel like if it's 1-1 and if it's the owner that pushed for that 1-1 selection, it's going to take a little bit longer. Uh, Cleveland eventually did it with Baker. He, even mm-hmm. though he's still a starter in the league, they eventually did it with Baker. But I'd, I don't think he's going to be willing to 
I think at this point, ownership is going to say, it's the coach, it's the coach. Push the blame instead of looking in the mirror and saying, look, this is what we have. This is what we need to do. And whoever they hire is probably going to be someone that sells them on, hey, I can fix Bryce Young. I can get him back to how he how he looked at Alabama when you fell in love with him. Like that's, that's the coach that Tepper is going to end up hiring. It doesn't mean it's going to be the right decision. Uh, yeah, yeah it, you know, it's a third straight year that teams have fired a coach in the middle of year one. And it, it happened again with Reich. So if that owner is willing to do that with the coach, is he willing to do that with the quarterback? I don't know about, I think it's, he'll need a couple, couple cracks at it. I don't think they're going to be willing to do it right now. And guess what? They don't have to do it right now because they don't have that first round pick. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I would love to know the truth or trend uh, stats on, you know, a fired head coach and that team ATS and straight up the next week, because Fire a part of me bump. thinks Pan- yeah. yeah, Panthers money line mm-hmm. at plus 220 at BetMGM sounds like a just for funsies Man. play. Man. Oh boy. Well, who's it, running the It's a the game. Uh, the, yeah. the guy that they, they let call plays for a few weeks. Yeah, I guess. Is it just that dysfunctional or is it because it's against the Buccaneers in a division game? Is that a lot more winnable? Yeah. Like, is the timing uh, important in this exercise? Like, because if you're going up against a team that you have to legit prepare for and there are no chess maneuvers or anything like that, okay, that's different. But a divisional game where there's already familiarity involved. I wonder if that matters in the grand scheme of things where the, the, the foundation has already been laid. It's just out, out maneuvering and forcing the Buccaneers to outthink a little bit. I yeah. wonder if that matters in, in how to prep for a game like this and how to bet on a game like this. Rasheed White looked pretty good yesterday when, when they targeted him. Mike Evans looked really strong. I was like, go to him more. He ends up scoring two touchdowns in the game. But with that said, I also think six is a lot for Tampa Bay to be favored by over any NFL team. And I know this is barely an NFL team. So OC Thomas Brown is going to take over play calling duties like he did for a few weeks and they couldn't do anything. Remember, they had like two offensive touchdowns in three games. Uh, Apparently, Jim Caldwell is going to work with him. So he... Okay, Tabor's going to be the interim, and Jim Caldwell is going to work with O.C. Thomas Brown, according to some of the reports out of Carolina. I don't know if that makes you feel any better. You know, some more experience <laughs> there. Uh, but, yeah, I'm not laying it with Tampa. I'll say that. Not interested in doing that. I think a lot of times the numbers will come out uh, when we get these fired coach bumps. Is, is it accurate? Yeah. Is it not? It's about 50-50. And okay. what happens is like the straight up record is actually surprising because those are bad teams that are deciding to fire their coach in season. So, um, you know, the ATS is, is like around the, it's around 500, but I think the straight up record is better than expected. So maybe, Money maybe line. they could win one. 
Panthers money line. Put it all out there for one game. Six. Uh, Hey, if you're embracing your priors that the Buccaneers are a bad football team, then maybe this is just that opportunity where Carolina gets win number two. I mean, but you got to pass on Tampa to win. So that means Bryce Young's got to win this game. That's the problem. Yes. Yeah. And he really hasn't shown that. Like, even in the one victory the Panthers have against the Texans, what was that final? 15-13? Something like yeah. that? Mm-hmm. Like, and that still feels weird, right? Like, the, the Texans they had one touchdown. They had one touchdown yeah. in that game. Right. That, that's that's uncomfortable. It's on so many levels. This is Mike Duell Daily, presented by BetMGM. Coming out next week, continue our look at Week 13. And I've got one Texans question that I want to pose to the group in terms of how to bet on them going forward. That's right here on the BetQL Network.